This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 92% of households that start the year with Peloton are still active a year later. 92% because of a bike? Not just bikes. We also make treadmills and rowers. Oh, let me guess, for elite athletes only, right? Nope. It doesn't matter if you're an avid exerciser or new to working out. Peloton can help you achieve your fitness goals. 92% stick with it. So can you. Try Peloton bikes, tread or row, risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only. Not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com slash home dash trial. Hello, this is Pat Prince, editor of Goldmine Magazine and goldminemag.com. Welcome to the Goldmine Magazine podcast again. And we're a week out from Record Store Day. I know I'm excited about it. And if if you're near Barnes & Noble, Books A Million, or Indie Record Store, pick up the latest Goldmine Mag with Elvis the Searcher on the cover. That's the HBO documentary. It's also the Record Store Day issue, too. Um, And inside, not only do we have an interview with the man behind the scenes of Record Store Day, co-founder Michael Kurtz, but we printed the entire Record Store Day list of releases, if you can believe it. And it's printed out as a checklist, easy so you could check off all the goodies, the ones you want, uh, the ones you already got, etc., you could even use it to go back to the store after record store day because there's still stuff left and you can hunt for stuff then and check it off. Um, this is also, you don't have to awkwardly scroll through all those PDFs on your smartphone to see the list. Uh, you could just roll up Goldmine, put it in your back pocket and start checking through the list uh, for picks as you're there on the spot. Um, but on to the subject of this podcast, um, a specific portable turntable. Um, a few weeks ago, I got a rock and roll UFO portable turntable uh, with Bluetooth. And I, and I found out that, uh, God, the last portable I had, what a piece of crap it was. <laughs> I'm not going to trash the brand, but I struggled with it. Um, could never get the right speed of the record. Um and if you can't get the RPM right, you might as well not have a, a portable at all. Uh, well, this this rock and roll portable that I bought, Rock and Roller, um, ha, not only does it have 
it's so nice with the proper speed but it's it's got a motor to provide that kind of accurate playing speed you need you know something reliable and durable that everyone needs quite frankly um, also it's got a four hour battery rechargeable and and you can record your uh, vinyl direct uh, to USB and SD card um, there's an mp3 playback via that USB and SD card and um, you can put in your cell phone, your MP3 players. It's a three-speed record player, so you got everything covered. Uh, it's Bluetooth, like I said. It's got speakers um, that are that sound good to me. Um, and anything. Uh, another thing I like about it, it looks very retro. It looks like a a little flying saucer from one of those science fiction '50s movies. Hence the name of the unit, UFO. But mine's in red, but I think you can get uh, some space-age looking silver and black color. Um, in fact, you can go to www.myrockandrolla.com and check them all out uh, as you sit here listening to this podcast. And uh, anyway, I was excited about talking to the co-owner of Rock and Roller Turntables, uh, Marshall Blonstein, and we've spoken to him before about his other uh, rock and roll briefcase turntables in print, and he's also the owner of Audio Fidelity. So we've talked to him about Audio Fidelity as well. He's got he's got great releases all the time and quality, uh, and we're going to talk to him about this new turntable. Uh, you know, we'll talk about his other portable rock and roll turntables too. But we're going to talk to him specifically about this new turntable, the UFO, right after this message. Hey, I'm Ronald Webb, and this is Patrick Prince. And together we host the Goldmine Radio Hour, the show that features the latest issue of Goldmine. The Music Collector's Magazine. Tune in Sunday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time on CygnusRadio.com. Marshall? Patrick? How are you? Good, bud. How are you? Nice I, to meet you over the phone. <laughs> How you doing? Pretty I've, good. Pretty I've, good. I've always admired your product, so it's good to finally talk oh, to you. Oh, thanks. Thanks so much. Thanks so much. We're, we're thinking of um, going back to maybe doing some more 24 karat gold again, only because it's just, um, it was always so popular, you know? Yeah. You've been in business, well, you're quite the intra- entrepreneur, so you've been at this for a while now. I mean, uh... yes, yes, I have. <laughs> one day, one day you get in the business, and the next thing you read about yourself, veteran record man. It's like, Jesus, how did I become, how did I become a, a veteran record man? But yeah, it happens. So life moves quickly. Okay, so um, you got a new turntable coming out. Yes, the UFO. Yeah, and this looks more retro than ever. Um, but before we talk yeah. about that, um, maybe we can. Um, Tell the listeners uh, you could start by let, giving a little background about the rock and roll uh, briefcase turntables uh, themselves. Sure. When do you want to start now? Yeah, sure. Okay. Uh, the whole uh, rock and roll, uh, the, the turntables came about, is uh, an associate of mine, uh, Jonathan Kendricks, his daughter, had just um, was in the middle of recording and she was going to be releasing an album and he came to me because we're friends, and number two is that um, we have audio fidelity. Um, we're out of music, uh, we have distribution worldwide. And he just wanted to get my input, and so we talked about her album, and then he said, what do you know about portable record players? 
And the only thing I knew about a portable record player was that I had bought one about um, five, maybe five or six months previously. And it was a different, um, it, was a, it was a brand that I won't go into, but it didn't work. Yes. And so we took it back and we got another one and it didn't work again. Because yep. I was taking it, we were going on, on on the beach and hanging out at the beach, and it, it just uh, it just didn't play for some reason. So I kind of put it back and forgot about. But I thought, what a great idea though to be able to go to the beach, be able to go take it different places, and um, maybe who knows. And then he brought it up to me. He said, you know, I'm I'm looking into starting a company, and I'm thinking of calling the company the Rock and Roller, and we're we'll be doing uh, port record players. Are you interested? And my first thought was, if we do it right. You got a partner. We'd love yeah. love to work with you on this. So we spent time. We went over to China, um, hit a couple of factories, found out which which factories uh, had made the, the the model that didn't work that I had bought, and <laughs> compared that to uh, the other plants and showed them what we wanted and how we wanted it, and we wanted to improve on each part of it, and we were able to come up with uh, our first rock and rollers, which we shipped about uh, a year and a half ago. It was the Junior. Which has 45, 33, 78, but it also has USB, so you can convert yeah. your vinyl into digital. And then the second model we came out with was what we call it the premium, which has the uh, USB, but also has uh, the Bluetooth. And the most important factor that the premium has is it has a four-hour battery, so you can take it um, anywhere. Right. And then we came out with the XL. Um, as we found, there were other players in the marketplace that were similar to what we we had, but we wanted to come up with something that's completely different. So we came out with, which we call it the XL, which has the USB and has the uh, Bluetooth, uh, forty five thirty three seventy, but but it has a hidden CD player in it. So while you're while you're playing your uh, your vinyl, you can also flip it up and um, it's hidden, and you can um, play your compact your CDs in it too. And so that was about a year and a half ago. And so then we were looking for um, um, something else to introduce. And um, one of the designers um, that uh, we work with came up with the UFO, which is, uh, we call it the UFO because it looks like something that's from outer <laughs> space. But And you've seen it, so there's nothing like it in, there's nothing like it in the marketplace. So we're, we're going to be introducing that. Again, this has a 45 and 33 and 78 and USB. Also has the Bluetooth, but this also has the uh, the four-hour battery pack, so you can take this um, to the beach, picnics, any, anywhere you want to go. And that, and we just shipped we just shipped that. Um, uh, guess two weeks ago, three weeks ago, we okay. just hit, we hit the marketplace with it. So it's brand new, um, exciting. There's nothing like it. It's got a look a look look of its own, and it's, it looks like a UFO. You can't miss it. Well, I think it's the most retro one retro looking one so far because you know um if you think portable record players you think the 50s 60s and also the fascination with sci-fi back then with with uh you know ufo tie-in was is a great retro thing and it's great design i love it and uh one thing i wanted to go back to is um you were talking about i'm not going to name any brand names either but one of my complaints with portables when I bought them is the accurate playing speed. Um, it always that drove. Has to, that has yeah, that has to do with the belt. Yes. In most cases, and um, our, our belts are all heat heat sealed, so yeah. we make sure. That was one of the things. It's interesting you brought that up because that was that was one of the things that what we wanted to make sure 
that it was tested, tested, and tested again. So because what happens is, because these are portable record players. Yes. I mean, these aren't $5,000 systems. So right. they, get, they get shipped all over the world, and they do get bumped. Uh, yeah. And there is a chance that because of the, uh, being fragile um, in, in shipping, that something could happen. We wanted to make sure that our belt, our system, our wiring was better than anything else that we were aware of that was out there. So we tested it and tested it. And again, the other player that we we're talking about had 11 different wires in, yeah. uh, in, in the system. We have three. Right. So there's less chance of something going wrong with ours as opposed to somebody else's. So it, it's, like you said, it's, it's, um, it's, it's just working on quality and making sure that it works and works every time. Well, that's the thing that popped out to me when, you know, I read about uh, your portables is that it had durable motor um, and accurate playing speed because that was my my main complaint. And, uh, you know, because you want the record to sound like it's supposed to, not, not uh, going towards the chipmunks, you know what I mean? So it's, it's, it's so funny you said that. I can't tell you how many times... I've been at a, a convention showing our wares, and somebody will come up and say, you know, I bought a blank, and I put the record on, and it sounded like it was the chipmunks. <laughs> exactly what you just said. He said the, the speed was too high, or else yeah. it, 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 was, it just didn't work. Right. So that was one of the things we took extra care of, to yeah. making sure that yeah. uh, it worked, and worked every time perfectly. I also like the four hours of life after a recharge. Um, well, you can recharge that battery, absolutely. So say I'm going to the beach i'm in my car um i come back can i put that uh can i put it in the cigarette lighter is there some sort of adapter where i could charge it or is yes, it you, 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 what, what you can do is you can um um not not in your car not in your cigarette lighter what you do is you when you when you when you, when you, uh, you there's an ac adapter to it ah. and you can just plug the ac adapter at home into it and it'll it'll charge it'll charge right up and they're right now, they make Obviously, uh, car stereos with USB ports. So you could there's more and it. more cars having the USB ports. Right. Absolutely. I mean, I'm, I was surprised um, because when we first came came out with it, it was um, the idea of uh, a USB in a car um, a year and a half ago was kind of um, uniqueish. Now yeah. it's more and more people have it. So you can, you can it take your analog. You can take your old Doors albums. You can take um, <laughs> some album that that is just uh, you yeah. know. You just they don't so they never put it on a compact disc, and you can transfer it over to digital and play in the car. So you also say seventy eight speed. So obviously, if a you know newbie, someone might say, "Oh, I found all these seventy eights in my grandfather's attic." Uh, and they 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 don't probably know their shellac. I found these seventy eights. Can I play this on the UFO? Portable? Yes. You can play it on the UFO, you can play it on the XL, you can play it on the Premium, and you can play it on the Junior. There you all, go. All three. And it's, they're heavier. You know, yep. they're heavy. It's, 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 it's thicker than the 78s, but it'll, but, but it'll play just fine. Yep. Um, I'm sure that will be a question people uh, ask. Uh, can I, I don't can, think so. There's no? not many people have 78s anymore, <laughs> you know? Some people uh, kind I mean, of find them. Uh, the I find the most... Uh, seems to happen when people you know their grandparents pass away and they they leave them uh so they were like what am i going to do with these am i going to sell them so maybe they'll try to play them uh you n never know so. you know Patrick, they might but in, in most cases what i found and, and again you get people coming up to the shows 
Most people that go to their uh, grandmother's attic and find seventy-eight, <laughs> it's Lawrence Well. It's Lawrence Welk. I mean, they're not going to—they're not going to be pounding it away um, at a party. Right, it's right. Older, it's it's like classical, or it's 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 that fifties. Uh, uh, or if it's, it's if it's the blues, it's worth money. So yeah, you're well, right. if it's the blues, come and see us. We'd love to have it. Yeah, absolutely. Now, but can yeah, I? It'll play, seven, it'll, it'll play seventy-eight short. Now the needles. The needle is good. Can I replace the needle? The well? needle is replaceable through us, um, and it's it, it's the same it's the same needle that'll play for all four of our players, and they're um, um, easy to replace. Just pull it off, and just, but we the only the only you know again in a year and a half the only replacement needles that we've had is um, someone someone's daughter. Uh-huh. Um, tripped and fell on the arm while I was on the record player, mm. and um, it it kind of crushed it. Um, and then one of the one was um, the same sort of thing. Someone had pushed down hard and and, and popped the needle. Other than that, um, the thousands of units we've sold, nobody's asked. You know, we've got plenty of them, but but nobody is um, calling up looking for replacements. These things last pretty good. They're diamond tipped. Uh, sound quality is good for a portable record player, right. um, and 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 they're durable. Unless someone again falls on it or steps on it, then no matter what, can help you. Now but we can replace it for you. How is the quality of the USB recording? Say I want to record. It's exact. It's an exact replica of what you're recording from. Good. So if you're using a, um, it's very similar to those days of compact discs. It, 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 it depends on the source. Yeah. If the source is. Um, Clean and quality-wise, the USB, the digital recording of that will be an exact copy, mm. an exact copy of it. If it has ticks and pops and hisses in it, that's what your USB is going to have. It can't, you can't clean it up, but what you right. is an exact replica of what your source is. Well, I mean, there's some music you just can't beat uh, analog. To me, like, for instance, I'm a big Who fan, and the bass, you know, I would want to record it from my turntable instead of the CD. Um, so that, that I found a big plus. So I want to know how good the quality of the USB recording is. Some it's up- going to be exact. It's, it's exact what your source is. Yep. Do you think portable turntables are becoming as popular now as the component turntables? I mean, they were popular definitely in the, the 50s. Um, what do you think? Yeah, I, I, what I think is it's a niche market. I mean, yep. vinyl is vinyl. I mean, people yep. people go crazy for vinyl, and they, they you know, because it's 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 exciting again. I mean, it's it's come back. I guess three three to five years ago, it, came, it started making a comeback, and it's rolling, and it's um, um, people are excited about getting vinyl again and listening to it. It's like you said, there's nothing like there's nothing like listening to sweet sweet analog vinyl. It just has a um, a, a, a smell, a flavor to it. You know, it's uh, people like holding an album in their hands as opposed to a compact disc or do- downloading. When I mean, you can hold that album in your hand, yes. um, and then you open it up and it's got the liner notes, and you you feel you, you feel that you're it's an experience as opposed to um, listening in the car, or listening to a download while you're running. You, when you listen to a, when you're listening to vinyl. You're actually sitting someplace and enjoying it. Right. You're, you're 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 in a room and you got your your speakers are on and you got a glass of wine and you're listening. You're, yeah. you're actually sitting there listening. Um, when you have a um, an iPad or something, you're running. You're doing something different with it. So yeah, I guess everything has its purpose. Yeah, um, but I I know a lot of parents and 
or grandparents want to turn the new generation onto that experience, whether it be like with a portable, uh, used to be, you know, you take a bunch of 45s and, uh, you know, have a picnic and just keep on playing it like a top. Well, they used to take, they used to take them to parties. So yeah. they used to have like a part, a garage party. Exactly. And somebody would, somebody would have a little, a uh, little pink player and they would take it and they would have their 45s and they would open it up and, uh, bam. You used to write their names on the vinyl, so they. <laughs> someone, yeah, someone, someone's gonna steal it, but yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Write your name, put your initial on the vinyl, I guess, and then and then and then you have a forty-five, and you you move away. Yeah, yeah. I, I think it's it's a niche. I mean, it, yeah. it's it's um, it's what vinyl is. Vinyl is a niche market. It's not going to overtake. No compact disc or downloads or or, or anything else. But, but you got you got to say. I mean, this is the twelfth straight year of growth, vinyl sales. Um, I mean, it's pretty impressive. I mean, do you think this is going to continue? Do you think vinyl sales will continue to surge? I mean, or is there is there a part where it's going to level off? In your opinion, you know, I I don't think it's going to level off only because of it's not just. It's just not somebody in their fifties buying vinyl. Um, what you've got is you've got the newer groups that are out there around the road traveling. They're they're the ones that sort of really um, the resurgence came from them. It didn't it come did. from uh, it didn't come from the Who. It didn't come from the Doors on vinyl. It came from the the young groups that were out in the road and wanted to offer something different. And so they came up with um, vinyl, and right. they came up with colored vinyl, and they came up with. Um, something that was unique to them, and all of a sudden um, it, it caught on, and it's still growing, and because you still have groups out there um, making vinyl, and then you have the companies like Audio Fidelity, that what we do is we do the doors, we do Tillon, yeah. we do um, um, uh, Cosby Stills, I mean, so... Well, you're, you pressing, have, you're pressing on higher quality now, you know, so... We're pressing on one, we've always pressed on 180 gram. Right, um, that's you all, didn't that's have that before, vinyl. right, right. But the majority of vinyl is not audiophile vinyl. Right. It's that 120. It's that 120, 140 vinyl. That it's just the experience of listening to something um, not digital that's warm. And mm -hmm. um, again, it's a listening experience with vinyl as opposed to um, a jogging experience. Or right. Uh, yeah. No, I think it'll keep. I, I think the the younger groups are keeping it alive, and then the older. The older labels like myself and and my label is um, supplying uh, vinyl again to people that remember it and wanted it. Like you said, the Who on analog sounds wonderful, um, and it does. Well, as a music collecting magazine, we noticed that uh, you know people who collect vinyl they're still collecting CDs. <laughs> so they're still. I mean, it's like um, you kind of have your. It depends if you want to take it in a car, you bring your CDs. If you want to listen at home, you have your favorite album on vinyl. So you have all this different, it's like a new ah, landscape. But now, you, now you can go to the park or you can yes. go to a gun range if you want to. <laughs> and, you can take your, and, you, and you can take your rock and roller with you and play your vinyl. Right. So it's, you know, it's, it's, it's interesting, Patrick, because about, I guess, two years ago, someone... Someone came up with the concept of trying to um, release um, cassettes again. Um, they thought that that would be hip to have cassettes. So that's, yes. that's, if vinyl worked, let's go cassettes. It didn't because you've yeah. got to go buy a whole player, and, and it just it's too complicated. Uh, the cassettes and cassettes never the sound quality of a cassette uh, never was any good, whether it was a track or just it, a it, wear, it wears down quicker. Yeah. Um, and you always had a hiss. There was always a hiss to it, yeah, you know. Yeah. And if you listen to if you listen to 
grape vinyl. Um, it's just it's just pure, and there's a, there's a warmth to it that you're not going to get from digital. Right. And now you have some people talking about reel to reel. So it's there's, interesting. There's a, there's a market. <laughs> I mean, it's it's a worldwide market. It's um, it's a it's a niche of a niche of a niche of a niche. Right. But it's a, it's a worldwide market, and they're the ones that sort of the old Tiak people. You know, they yes. They they're they're buying and they're paying for five hundred dollars for a reel. Um, I, we're not going to get into it, but it's um, it, it's a it's a it's a very niche 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 market. But it's. I was just going to ask you that as an audiophile man, if uh, some some people have told me they they like hearing some music on reel to reel as the best quality than even vinyl or a uh, great CD. Um, but it would be. As an entrepreneur, I don't know if anybody would do original reel-to-reel. Oh, so, you know, there's a company out of um, Salina, Kansas. There is. Um, Analog Productions. What they're they're doing is they're doing reel-to-reel, and it's a very, very expensive um, proposition to get to, to, to get it get it right. Um, uh, but they're doing it, and I think they sell um, worldwide. They probably sell a couple thousand, two thousand maybe. Um, reel-to-reel units around the world, and it's consistent, and that's the same 2,000 people that buy everything, and no matter what it is, because there's very little <laughs> of it out there. But um, Chad um, is, is is someone who's uh, into it, and I think he's got probably 15 releases, 16 releases, mostly classical, but I think he's got yeah. doors, and he's got a couple other people. So yeah, it, it's, it's, a, it's again, it's a niche of a niche of a niche of a niche of a niche, but it's a market, and it's it's everybody's ear is different. So someone's going to love vinyl, someone's going to love uh, digital, and then there's that guy out there that wants a real to real. But it's not something you're going to venture for, it? We looked into it, but it 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 um, licensing uh, return from, on investment. From, from, yeah, uh, it's the process you have to go through to get there. Uh, wasn't worth the time and effort for us um, to to invest the money and. Um, We'll just stick to what we're doing, and we've got the rock and roller now. And that's at the handful because it's, it's taking off more and more for us. So between the audio fidelity and the rock and roller, right. uh, we got our hands full. We're yeah, good. Right now, I noticed turn now records are vinyl sales continue to climb where more than the turntables, which kind of makes sense. Um, turntables, I th- well, I was reading component turntables flattened out a little bit. But there really hasn't been, like you said, a really good marketable case for the the portable turntable. So I think you're in a you're in a place where instead of doing a component turntable, the portable might be a, a smart investment. Um, you might have hit something. We we sure hope so. I mean, we're 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 betting on that. The component the component turntable has been around. It'll always be around. Um, yep. You know, you go to these, you go to the conventions, and you see the room full of um, speakers and, and um, components and turntables, and they go for five, ten thousand dollars. Right. Um, it's kind of one of those investments that they plan on this. Good word, investment. It's an investment. Work, it's an working investment. for ten years, so it makes sense that turntable seals have flattened out a little bit. Um, it has because you you only buy one. You're not buying you know right, that, that'll I last you for ten. <laughs> it's like um, someone just told me that like uh, we have an Oppo yeah. uh, that we use because it's SACD, um, 
Um, and, you know, the turntables are something that lasts forever, hopefully. So you're not going to buy a whole bunch of them. You're not going to go out every six months or every year, every two years, every three years and buy another turntable. You're going to keep that turntable. And what you'll do is you'll upgrade your sound equipment. You'll upgrade yeah. your speakers. You'll upgrade um, the components, but you're not going to uh, buy another player. Well, with the rock and roller, it's more convenience. Yes. It's, 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 it's convenience to be able to um, take it, move it around the rooms. Um, you know, you get people that are you know, 50, 50 plus, and they were at a time when people were, they were buying vinyl. And yeah. then all of a sudden it just slowed, it slowed down for the, for the majority of people. So they took their, they took their old vinyl friends, their, their albums, and put them, put them someplace. And they didn't want to spend twelve hundred, fifteen hundred dollars on a, on a, on a, a, a turntable or components. Right. Um, so they just stopped listening to to music as such. And then all of a sudden, we come along, and so it, I can't tell you how many guys have come up to us and said, like, "Hey, I get to bring out my old friends again. I get to listen <laughs> to my old buddies again." And because this is this is something that's going to cost you anywhere in one hundred and twenty nine dollars to sixty dollars to be able to listen to your old music again. So it's a it's a less of an investment, and your only invest—the biggest investment you're making—is just being able to uh, enjoy your time with. Yeah, it's uh, fun. Final again. And don't un underestimate the younger generation because I think there's a backlash with the digital. You know, the MP3. Uh, you know, the younger generation is. It seems to me when they first started discovering vinyl, it was like, wow. This is cool. Yeah. Well, that was that was those groups. That was that was those groups that are out pounding the road. You know? Yes, they're, they're out there and, and and they wanted to sell something different. They wanted to offer something different than the other groups, and so that was vinyl. So you have a lot of the people that uh, um, got hooked on vinyl, but they're also those same people are. Um, they do digital download. still, but yeah. oh, absolutely, yeah. yeah. But the thing with a download is like I can download a band for the first time and. It won't tell me who's in the band, who produced it. I know nothing about them. So it's, uh, you know, vinyl will have all those liner notes. You know, CDs will have them too. So it's something different uh, for the younger generation. And it's an investment uh, It's an investment of time, again, because yeah. when you listen to vinyl, you're going to be sitting down and yes. listening to it. You're not it's gonna the be experience. Running. You're not going to be right. you're not in the gym. You're not in doing something different. You're sitting there. And enjoying it, just and um, it could be at a party, it could be anything, but you're going to be listening as opposed to um, um, doing some other activities. Well, great. Well, thank you, Marshall, for taking the time to talk to us. And are um, you kidding? I was. It's a thrill. And um, I know it's going to do well. And Marshall, keep in touch, man. Keep, hey, man, I, you keep, keep in touch. I can't tell you how how much I appreciate you taking keep, the time to keep the talk. keep up the great work. All right. Oh, okay. We, we, we do it. It's not work. It's a labor of love, man. This is, this is not work. This is a, this is I a hear you. That's how I feel about Goldmine. Um, oh, good for you. <laughs> I'll talk to you soon, man. Take care. Look forward to it. Thanks. Bye now. Thank you, Marshall Blonstein of Rock and Rolla and Audio Fidelity. Go and check out the new Rock and Rolla UFO portable turntable. Uh, and I can vouch for it, as I told you. I own one. And check out the other portables that Rock and Roller has to offer. Um, I don't think I don't think you'll be let down at all. Um, I was very pleased with mine. Um, so this is Pat Prince, editor of Goldmine, signing off until our next podcast. Don't forget to pick up Goldmine at your newsstand, Barnes and Noble, Books a Million, indie record stores, and uh, we're a week out from record store day. So like I said, the latest one, the May issue has the list in it, 
and it's so you don't have to go on that smartphone and and get all frustrated you could just check off the list while you're at record store day and that has the may issue as elvis on the cover so also go to goldminemag.com for exclusive interviews and articles and you can also go there and subscribe we have a special for a subscription with a free download of something uh something that you like a lot which is a record guide and you won't be disappointed so we'll talk to you next time thank you of households that start the year with Peloton are still active a year later. 92% because of a bike? Not just bikes. We also make treadmills and rowers. Oh, let me guess, for elite athletes only, right? Nope. It doesn't matter if you're an avid exerciser or new to working out. Peloton can help you achieve your fitness goals. 92% stick with it. So can you. Try Peloton bikes, tread or row, risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only. Not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com slash home dash trial.